the Canada's History podcast. This is a special educator series where we speak with the finalists for the 2018 Governor General's History Award for Excellence in Teaching. Created in 1986, the award recognizes best practices in teaching Canadian history. It's an opportunity to highlight the important work that teachers and students are doing to research, interpret, and share the stories of the past. My name is Brooke Campbell, and today I'm speaking with Matthew McCutcheon and Ryan Bucci, grade 8 social studies teachers at Eastern Passage Education Centre in Eastern Passage, Nova Scotia. They tasked their students with researching, writing, and recording podcasts to tell the stories of Canadian Victoria Cross recipients from the Second World War. They also hosted live podcast events where students could share their work, answer questions about their research process, and reflect on their overall experience. Thanks for speaking with me today, Matthew and Ryan, and congratulations on being finalists for this year's Governor General's History Award for Excellence in Teaching. Thanks you so much. Uh, I'm, my name's Ryan Gucci, and I'm very happy to be joined with uh, someone I talked this year with, uh, Matthew McCutcheon. Yeah, I, uh, sorry, so my name is Matthew McCutcheon. Just to give you a little bit of uh, information about the school we teach at, it's, uh, it's a little bit rural, even though it's close to Halifax, Nova Scotia. Um, there is a little bit of a, a rural feel to the community. Uh, we have a lot of military families, so there's a connection to the past and, and a lot of servicemen and women that um, are in the community, so there is a respect there that's inherent. We're teaching in grade eight, uh, and then we're teaching the social studies curriculum. And really what we strove, what we were striving to do is to um, tell Canada's story in uh, the last sort of 100 years and really bring to life, you know, what's happened to Canada, why it's relevant, um, and celebrate some of the stories from Canada's past that we think matter to students and should matter to students. And I think that was a, a really important thing uh, behind what we were trying to put, put, put together with this assignment. And what really inspired you then to create this project? Uh, when it comes to inspiring this project, uh, in its simplest form, it was just a comment from a student. They suggested, you know, you should look at doing a podcast. And that sparked an idea with me and thinking about how I use podcasts in my own life. Uh, uh, Matt and I both are from Ontario and we've ended up in Nova Scotia. So for me, I'm a big sports guy. So I'm always listening back to interviews in Ontario and different radios, uh, whether it's about the Leafs or Raptors. Uh, and one kind of unique thing about our school is it always seems to be a few kids missing every day. So we, it was an idea that started with trying to make the content more accessible, a way that, you know, the students who miss whether the hockey tournament or for whatever reason, they were able to tap into the content they were missing. Um, another reason that really made this idea kind of take hold for me is that I actually started a few weeks later into September. Uh, too many students were in the classes and they had to create an extra class and they, they had to start a whole new schedule. So I was new to teaching this grade. And uh, to be able to tap into a resource like Matt, who's been doing it for a few years, I saw this as a great way for professional development and to help me grow as a teacher. And, and finally, the last way we looked at it was a way to pay tribute to uh, some Canadian heroes. For Matt and I, history came easy to us. My grandparents, uh, you know, they came up from Italy after the war. So history was something I've always kind of been fascinated about because it hits really close to home. So it was making it more... Uh, accessible to students and relevant. And one of the things that I think really inspired this project was um, the idea that we do have a student body that is inundated with screens. Uh, and I think one of the things that's so beautiful about podcasts is that it lends itself to that attention, you know, really listening to what people are sharing, listening to the stories that they're being told. I think that the podcast allows us to not simply publish something, but actually go back and reflect upon it and listen to it and, and gain more value 
through that really attentive listening that I think the students uh, exhibited this year, it's really interesting to see. Yeah, I think you're definitely right. Podcasts are a great way to tap into all of that. So can you describe uh, what exactly you had the students uh, do and some of the activities that they took part in as part of this project? So what we started uh, to do was we really looked at um, you know, early on, it was it was me and Ryan looking at trying to use podcasts to communicate uh, a lot of the content to the students. But what evolved was that we really wanted the students to be involved in making podcasts happen. Uh, we really wanted them to interpret history, wanted them to add special effects, uh, bring together a mix of music that blended with moments in history and really tell the story um, through their own lens. And I think what what really offered that opportunity for us with the idea of the Victoria Cross recipients in Canada's history. These are heroes. These are genuine stories. That's us looking at citations and actually bringing back to life these stories from Canada's history that are authentic, they're real. And and not enough students understand these stories. So it was really interesting for us as we started to go through and, and research some of the stories for the, the students to look and say, wow, these are really interesting stories. Why have I never heard this before? And I think for us, that was really the unveiling of um, a deeper history than just the war and just, you know, looking at it in a two-dimensional way. It, it allowed us to see what these soldiers were actually doing with personal sacrifice. And I think that's what made the assignment so powerful. And what are some of the challenges and the opportunities then that come from doing a digital project such as this? Well, I think any teacher, anyone who's in the classroom today is, has some student to probably put their cell phone away or the cell phone has been some kind of distraction for that student. So in a way, we try to use that to our advantage and for a way to tap in. Now, in many ways, I don't think that should replace kind of the traditional views of you know, how you act in the classroom. But uh, having students use their cell phones and to be able to listen to the content, uh, maybe on their own time at home. Um, one thing I was fortunate enough to get was the school supported us by letting me get a SoundCloud account. So I was able to kind of track data to see when the students were listening. Uh, and we found that for our test reviews that they were uh, you know, listening the night before. Our, um, our listenership would kind of rise dramatically when it came to next before those tests. So it was an interesting way to look at it. Um, when it came to the podcast and the opportunities, I think there it's it's such an open process that depending on how you view it, um, it's very open to interpretation. The way I saw it was that in its simplest form, it was a way to make information accessible uh, to the students. So whether it's that extra help uh, period before a test, uh, making it so that the student can't make it at lunch for whatever other requirements uh, or commitment they're at, listening to the podcast could be a way to make up for that. Um, for me, it also is a way to access a colleague and to draw on their, um, to draw on their experiences and, and working with them as a co-teacher and then lastly, it was a way to create an environment that celebrated student achievement. By the end of the year, Matt, myself, different students would be coming up asking when the next live podcast is, um, when are we going to be listening, when are we going to be getting together? Because by the end of the year, we had all of our social studies classes uh, in a room where we listened to um, and celebrate kind of the work that they'd be doing in the classroom. And our Victoria Cross project was uh, no different. So I think it is, when it comes to social studies, it's a... It's a subject that for Matt and I, we've been very interested and passionate about. And for a lot of the students today, they don't necessarily see the relevance of it. So trying to turn their eyes back on that and to draw their attention to something that we think is important um, and then turning it into a way that teaches skills that are transferable across the board and that you can take to, uh, you know, any subject that you're interested in. I think that's what hit home for me. I don't know, Matt, what about you? 
I would say that some of the challenges really for new teachers is really taking the plunge with technology. Um, there is a, a common belief that students are experts in technology, and I don't know that they necessarily are, but we're now entering an era in education where the technology has caught up with um, our ability to download, our ability to upload, our ability to do things in a very fast-paced way and, and really produce magical works of art, amazing interpretations of the past. Uh, you know, some of our experience beyond podcasts, looking at um, ways that students were going to, you know, say, look, I don't want to record my voice. Well, can you write something powerful? Can we share that? Can we share your story of what, you know, you wanted to tell, maybe with your journal article? So there, there were a lot of opportunities with podcasts because all of a sudden when we started to tune in and listen, we started to realize the power of our words and we started to realize the message and what we could really communicate and how we could finally get students to slow down and simply listen to stories that we think are very meaningful. Yeah, it seems like this project is also really interdisciplinary. Like you said, they're, they're learning all these technical skills and and bringing in all these different elements. Like I'm sure that that brings a huge advantage to the students in the in the long run. It is interdisciplinary. It's cross curricular. We have used podcasts beyond just history to celebrate film festivals with students in language arts. Um, and and what's really happened at our school is a transformation where students are really buying into the curriculum buying into what we're celebrating, buying into achievement. One of the biggest challenges, to be honest with you, is how do we get students to complete their work? And one of the solutions to that is you publish it, you make it accessible, you make students validate each other, and they gain a sense of citizenship, and they start to understand that that they can be connected to the classroom in many different ways. And, And that's where we started to see a lot of progress with that feeling in the class where kids were really enjoying class. It was really wonderful to watch. A live show can only happen once. So when we tell the students that we have, you know, two weeks to put together this project and that we're going to be looking at that and it together and, and, and at that time, if they're not done that work, then unfortunately I can't take part of it. But uh, it's still a way for them to see what their class is doing and how they use their time. And when we do it later on in the year, those students who maybe missed an opportunity on one, they're usually the first ones to submit their projects and to make sure that they are a part of it. Because it's it really speaks to the relationships that I think Matt and I try to build this year with our students by getting to know them and what they're interested in and trying to tap in and frame the narrative that we, uh, we bring out in these classes and podcasts. Yeah, I think that definitely comes through when you're telling your story. Um, what would you say is one of your favorite parts about this project then? Like, are there any stories or moments that you guys want to share? So we both want to share. I'm going to start. And one of the things that, that I want to start with is I just finished a degree on um, diverse learners, um, looking at inclusion, looking at how to make learning accessible to all learners. And, and I think that um, through the whole process of looking at what we were doing with podcasts, this was a fundamental principle that I was very proud of. You know, we got students that previously might have been incredibly shy, maybe didn't feel a part of the classroom. We got them to take on leadership roles. We got them to have their voices heard. We got them to, you know, potentially maybe it was just reading a script, but their voice was able to be published and it was able to be heard by classmates. And um, what we offered also as, a, as an end result of some of this podcasting was we would make some video with the students. So we would have a student that maybe, you know, didn't want to read their podcast or didn't even really feel comfortable drawing a representation of that. 
But all of a sudden, these students were going up and they were becoming actors in roles that were meaningful. And, and students were lending an authenticity that we didn't anticipate when we first set out with all of what we did in social studies this year. Um, my favorite story is the story of a student who came out of my learning center to play the role of Sir Arthur Curry in my movie. And I brag about him all the time. He's like my favorite story from this past year. So uh, I think Ryan has some stories that he'd like to share as well. But for me, it's, it's that inclusion piece, the idea that we could really get everybody involved in some way, shape, or form, and, and that was what made it so magical. For me, it came down to two kind of simple points. Uh, so social celebrating student achievement. I think by showing and revealing together as a group and looking at, you know, what others were doing, it really showed people the, you know, the power of what they could do and, and you know, it, it helped to kind of inspire them and bring the best out of them. And, and it was amazing to see by the end of the year how more students were asking, you know, when's the next, you know, kind of live podcast going to be, um, when do we get together to kind of go through this activity? Um, you know, we had students in other classes who, you know, we weren't lucky enough to teach and they'd be asking us, uh, you know, if they could come attend with their classes. And it was something that um, it created a buzz around school. I had, you know, guys on my basketball team that I coached, they were listening to the podcast and, and, and asking and talking to me about that. Um, the second big point for me was just the opportunity to grow as like a new teacher. Uh, I started, like I said, third week of September, I had four different courses. I was teaching art, graded science, healthy living, and social studies. You know, social studies was by far the subject that I was more passionate about. It's what I studied. Um, it's, it's what I, I traveled to go see and seek out opportunities to expand, you know, my, my horizons when it comes to it. Um, and so this opportunity work with a teacher like Matt, who's been teaching this for a number of years, um, it was really a way for me to also tap into his knowledge and help me kind of grow as a teacher. Because in many ways, I was learning from him when it came to how we go about implementing this content and, and walking our way through the course this year. So I, I was really no different than a lot of the students there. And that's something I tried to you know, voice them. A lot of the struggles they went through, there's no one, I told all of the students that there was no one in the classroom more who hated their set the sound of their voice on a recording than me. So that if I was able to get through it, uh, I'm sure that they would be able to too. So I think those are the two big points that really make through when it comes to this project. And I love his voice. I can't get enough of it. I gotta be honest with you. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> yeah, those are great. Those are great stories and really speak to the the impact that this type of project can have on on the students as well as on as on you guys as the teachers. So thank you so much for taking the time to share your project with us and tell us a little bit more about yourselves and your students. Um, and congratulations once again on being finalists for this year's award. Thank, thank you so much. Yeah, we are thrilled. It's been a wonderful year. So thank you very much. We appreciate it.